This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is none other than Derek Roddenbeck. He is an artist and he's looking to increase his revenue. If you want your chance to enter and to win 100 bucks each Monday on the show, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. Guys, if you want an easy tool to use to book your meetings back to back, to batch your calls, to make sure people actually show up when they schedule, you want to use Acuity Scheduling. It's what I use for my podcast interviews at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. I'll tell you more about how I use it later on in the episode. Nathan Latka here. This is episode 521. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to hear from Neil Berman. He founded his company, Delivera, in 1999. He's now 67 years old, doing 15 million bucks in 2017 revenue. That's his projection. They're currently doing 700 grand per month in monthly recurring revenue with over 450 enterprise customers. Top Tribe, good morning. Nathan Latka here, and our guest today is Chuck Solari. He was born and raised right outside of Boston. He's a graduate of Boston College and Suffolk Law School. He's a lawyer and a real estate developer and currently focusing full-time on the expansion of his nationally known Boston Burger Company and new e-commerce business called BurgerBox.com. In the process of disrupting both the meal kit industry and full-service casual dining experience. Chuck, are you ready to take us to the top? I am Nathan. I'm ready to go. All right. Let, tell us first, uh, tell us about the, the Boston Burger Company. It sounds like this is a physical location. What was total 2015 revenue? Uh, 2015 revenue was about um, 5.5 million. That was between three locations that we have. Okay. And are those all in Boston? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, one is in Boston proper, one is in Cambridge, um, in Harvard Square, right outside of Harvard University, and one is in another city that's right next to Boston called Somerville, Massachusetts. Okay, very cool. And so walk us through, now that we kind of know a, kind of a sense of size of the business, why did you do this? I mean, you're a lawyer, a real estate developer. Why get into burgers? You know, I always, I always loved the restaurant industry. Um, when I was a kid, you know, from probably eighth grade, I always worked in restaurants. I love the action. I love the, um, I love the energy and, you know, I always wanted to keep my, my fingers in the restaurant business. So even when, um, even when I graduated from law school, I had opened up a small Italian restaurant with a friend of mine and, you know, it's just tough to, uh, it's tough to try to run two businesses at the same time. So that little place that I have, you know, really never, really never took off the way that it should have. Cause I always had one foot in my, my law office, one foot in the restaurant. And, you know, after practicing law for about probably 13 years, I finally decided that it was time to jump into the restaurant business full time because that's what I love to do. So what year, uh, what year was that, by the way, that you launched your first kind of Boston burger? Boston Burger Company opened up in 2009. I still had my law office until about 2013. 
And then in 2013, I knew that Boston Burger Company had the potential to really grow. So that's when I made that decision to, to start working in the restaurant business full time. And know we it? opened up two more locations. Yeah. Why did you know it had that potential? Um, you know, people really love what we were doing. Uh, we've had some, uh, we've had a, quite a bit of national um, press. We were on the Food Network, Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives. Guy Fieri came in and filmed the show there. We were on the Rachel Ray show. Uh, the Travel Channel has been in our place to film. So we became, we really became a destination. When people came to Boston, we were on that that bucket list that they that they wanted to visit in Boston. And once I saw that, I realized that there was potential to take this uh, concept, you know, um, you know, to more more places, more locations. So I figured if I'm going to do it, now's the time to jump in. And have you totally bootstrapped this, or did you raise capital? Uh, you know, we brought on one investor. Um, he's a, he was a local restaurateur who had a great reputation in Boston and, uh, he's been great so far, but, um, you know, he invested in, in one of the restaurants, uh, then he put up some money for the second one, but for the most part, I mean, you know, they, they run themselves. They're, they're, they're very self-sufficient. How, how much did he put into the first one? The first one, he put up all the money to open up the first, uh, I'm sorry. He didn't put in any money to the first one. The first one we opened up ourselves, the second location, he approached us and um, he put up the money to build it out. And I think it was around $750,000. How'd he find you? Um, you know, we were pretty well known. We were, we were on a, you know, I mean, Boston Burger Company is, is, is a, is a pretty well-known name in Boston. And uh, he found us just from, uh, you know, just, just, just doing what we're doing. So, so your second, your second business uh, restaurant, it sounds like cost about 750 grand to open. Most of that money came from the investor. What it cost you to open up your first location. Oh, geez. Uh, I don't know. Maybe 60 grand. It was a tiny little place. It was, um, 24 seats. We opened it up. Uh, you know, we knew that there was a void in the market in Boston for a, like a full, a, a casual but full service place that focused on burgers. I mean, you had your fast food burger places, you had pubs and restaurants that might've had one or two burgers on the menu, but there were really no cool burger concepts where you could come in, sit down, have a, you know, a great selection of beers, you know, some nice waitresses and hang out and have a good time. So we knew that that market, um, you know, there was a market for that. There was nothing going on. So we did it and right away. We had lines out the door. Why did Chuck, why the first one to open cost 60 grand? The second one cost over 10 times that at 750 grand. Because the, the first one was already a, an existing restaurant space. So, you know, it had a little kitchen in it. It had the ventilation going outside that you needed. I mean, it was already, it was up to code. So basically what we had to do is we had to come in and we had to just, you know, cosmetics, a buff and fluff. Uh, we had some local artists come in, paint, you know, do some great paintings on the walls. We uh, put in some TVs, put in some draft bail lines, and that's really all we had to do. But the second location was a complete build out. It was uh, an old dilapidated convenience store uh, right on Boylston Street in Boston, on the campus of uh, the Berkeley College of Music. So, so we is, had to come is in. That and we why had you to... did it? Was the location ten times better? So it was worth spending all that extra money for the build out. Uh, you know, the the location really wasn't ten times better. Our first location is awesome. We just really lucked out with the first location. The second location, I knew it had great potential. We had somebody that believed in what we were doing. They were willing to put up the money. 
And, um, you know, based on the numbers that we were doing in the first place, we knew that it could, could it could sustain that type of what investment. Were those numbers? What and were those numbers? And what did you have historical the, data the at first, that point? The first location. So if we're going, so I, I'll tell you right now, first year that we opened, we were doing maybe 700 grand out of a little tiny space in gross the first location. And that was gross. That was gross. But you got to keep in mind the place is tiny per square foot. Those numbers were like unheard of. And um, now that same one? location. What's that? What was the square footage on the first one? About 450 square feet. Okay. Got it. That's tiny. But now that same location is doing about a million seven. Okay. That's what it'll do in 2016. Uh, in 2016. That, those are the numbers from 2015, 2016 is probably going to do about a million eight and a half. Okay. Very cool. So, so what did you see? Like, what did you see in those numbers that said, yeah, we can sustain basically, I imagine it was debt, right? Was it a convertible note or, or equity that the guy put in 754 in the second one? He, he put in, he put in, it was, uh, it was debt. So, so he's getting paid back. So how'd you know that you could service that based off the kind of the first, the first, like, so let's say the, the first year of the second restaurant did the same as your first year of your first restaurant, which is about 700 grand. What percentage of that goes to the investor? So, so that investor for, for the money he put up, he is um, a 50% partner in that. Okay. So the way we have that deal structured, and I don't even know if this is the best deal. We probably didn't. We probably didn't. <laughs> Come on, you're a lawyer. Deal, Chuck, you're supposed to be a killer. You know, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. And you know, sometimes you let your guard down. That's why they say a lawyer should never represent himself. It's the worst thing you can do. But anyways, um, so the way we have it structured right now is, at the end of the month, we see what the place did for profit. A third of that goes to the debt. A third of that goes to the profit and a third of the profit comes to us. And you know what? He's a great partner. Um, he doesn't interfere with the business. He's, uh, he's willing to open up more restaurants with us and think, you know, it's a great relationship. So I don't think we mind giving him that type of a return just because, you know, it's, it's, we've had a bad partner in the past. And, and this, you know, it's, it's, I think it's worth it being, what, being in, in business with him. What are your, for those folks listening, not familiar with the restaurant industry, uh, what is your, what's your gross margin? So after cost of goods sold, what percentage is your gross margin about? You know, you probably want to be around that 20% um, range, you know, between 15 and 20% after everything, after you, so that's after net. you. Yeah, after your occupation costs, after your taxes, after your labor, after your food costs, you probably want to be around 20, 20%. Okay, that's net though. What about gross? Just just consider cost of goods sold, you know, food costs. Your food costs, we try to keep them under 30. Probably try to keep them around 28, 29%. Okay. So is it fair to say then you've got on every dollar of kind of burger revenue coming in, you're spending uh, on that dollar, you're spending about 70 cents on the buns, the meat, the lettuce, the ketchup. Then you're spending about nine cents on the other kind of soft costs, the restaurant. No, so, so maybe I had, maybe I, maybe I gave you the information backwards. Okay. So for every dollar, for every, for every dollar that we bring in, we try to spend under 30 cents on the actual food. Oh, it was just reversed. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So Got we it. try to spend under 30 cents on the actual food and then your labor costs are probably like another 30, right? So 30 and 30 is 60. Then you count in your occupation costs, which is your rent, you know, your heat, your electric, your cable, everything else. You want to keep that under 10%. Um, so you get 
Yeah, so then you have another 30% to play with. You're and then about you put 20 in your cent to the box. bottom line. Is that right? Every dollar you yeah, come you, in, you know, for every cent. dollar that you bring in, you want to take, you want to put about 20 cents in your pocket. Exactly. So you're then taking that 20 cents and dividing it a third, a third, a third, a third to the investor, a third back into the business as profit and a third to you. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. And each month on the second location, what are you doing? About 100, 110, 120 grand? The second location is going to do about uh, two and a half million in 2016. Okay, got it, got it. Oh, sorry, that was your first one. So yeah, each restaurant is what doing somewhere between 120 and 180 grand in in monthly revenue. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. So it's fair to say each restaurant is you know profiting somewhere caught between you know you know you know 30 and you know 50k per month. Uh, yeah, that, that's about, that's about right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. That's great. So what's the plan? How do you build this thing into a bigger business? So, you know, it's funny when you have a restaurant, you realize that no matter how busy you are, no matter how long the lines are out the door, you only have so many seats and there are only so many hours in the day that some people can actually come in and order and you can create revenue. So, you know, we saw that this meal delivery kit industry was really booming and we thought we saw an opportunity to you know let's see if we can create these meal kits around the awesome burgers that we're making a boston burger company uh you know a, a big percentage of our customers that come in are either tourists or college students that are in boston you know coming here for three four five years whatever it is then they go back to their home states but a lot of them have gotten in touch with us and say, you know, I really miss Boston Burger Company. Jesus, why don't you guys open something up, you know, in my state near where I live? You know, maybe that's going to happen someday. We see some potential with franchise, but we said, you know, let's let's give this meal delivery kit a shot. So, um, you know, it was back last winter, I would say February. We um, we started yeah. doing some research and we started, uh, you know, putting together the processes and the systems to send out these these burger kits. And uh, so far, it's been a success. I mean, we're, we're fairly new. We're only into our third month, but the orders are coming in. The hits are coming in How on the much? website. People are giving us great feedback. Uh, our first month, we sold about uh, 100 kits. The second month, we sold about 150. This month, we're really starting to figure out, you know, what works, what doesn't work. We're probably slated to sell about 400 kits this month. Convert that um, so to this, revenue. The, the revenue is not huge yet, but it's it's climbing and it's yeah, growing. Convert that to revenue good. for us. Four hundred kits. What is uh, that in revenue? A grand, two grand, four grand, eight grand. Uh, so the kits range anywhere from forty five dollars to like eighty bucks, depending on what you put in it. Okay. So we do forty times four hundred, something like that. Yeah. So the beauty of it is, you know, we're selling this stuff, and we're selling stuff that we're already doing. So we we know that what we're making is is great people love it we already have all the stuff in house it's just a matter of shipping it out the door so, so you know we don't have to front a lot of money to do these kits we we have the product already um we have the staff already so uh, chuck, just, to ra- just, to, just to round this out for the audience so guys you can kind of reverse engineer this and see kind of what chuck is doing at burgerbox.com which i'll link to in the show notes you launched it about three months ago which would have been about august here 20 uh 2016 and it sounds like you're doing going to do about 400 kits here in december or in november 2016 which is you know makes up chuck about 16 grand in revenue 40 40 bucks a, a pop times about 400 orders that, that right? sounds about right yeah okay yeah. cool and is this a subscription fee or do they come back they have to keep coming back and buying 
Uh, it's both. You can get the monthly box where, where every month we come up with a crazy burger that we haven't done before. That gives people something to look forward to every month. And, you know, you can buy it for yourself. You can get it for a gift for somebody, especially yeah. with Christmas coming up. But then we also have individual kits where, you know, you can come on and you can buy the hot mess burger. You can buy the Mac attack burger that Guy Fieri liked. You can buy the hot mess burger that Rachel Ray liked. And how uh, are you just shipping came- these? Are you just packing them with dry ice or what? So we use, um, we have these insulated liners that go in a box. We don't use dry ice because we, f- we figured out the dry ice uh, doesn't work when you have stuff in the box that doesn't need to be frozen. So we use gel packs. And what Got we it. did was we spent a few months going back and forth with the company that we buy these um, insulated products from, making sure that we got it down pat. So now we really have the science down and it works great. All right, Chuck, very good. As you keep building this, where's the best place for people to connect with you online if they want to follow your journey? Follow us at uh, bostonburgerco.com or burgerbox.com. All right, guys, I talked about this earlier, but I schedule like so many meetings that would blow your mind. I mean, all my podcast interviews, right? Hundreds of entrepreneurs I talk to monthly. I schedule and you know what? I do it so efficiently. I get them all to agree to my calendar. So all the calls are back to back to back. That means I'm not switching in between tasks all day long. I get them to batch so that I can be very efficient. It's so critical. And I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling to do this at NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule. It eliminates the back and forth between me and people I'm trying to meet with. It makes it very simple. And most importantly, they help me keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders. Helps you look very professional. So go to NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule to sign up and you get a great deal you know you guys know this i hit people hard i make great deals and gavin the ceo has given us a great deal if you sign up like normal people okay on their website you only get a 14-day free trial if you use my link nathanmica.com forward slash schedule you get 45 days free okay it's the best it's free go to nathanmica.com forward slash schedule right now to sign up and i'll see you there all right, Top Tribe, we'll link down the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 521. Again, forward slash the top 521. All right, Chuck, it's time for the famous five. These are one word answers. You ready? Go. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Quench Your Thirst. I just read it from Jim Cook, Boston uh, Beer Company. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Since I read that book, I really like what Jim Cook has done with uh, Sam Adams. I think he's great. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? Uh, you know, right now, I'm, I'm really into this uh, tool called Hotjar that, yep. that we figured Website out about tracking, uh, right? a week ago. I've been on it nonstop for the last week. Yeah, what, how do you use it? Why do you like it? You know, it's great to be able to see what people are doing on your site. Um, you know, what, what, what they what, what attracts them, you know, what they're turned off by. We've, we've figured out some ways to keep people on the site longer, get them to different pages. So I think it's, it's a great tool right number, now. That's what I'm using. Number four. Yes or no. Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, married, three kids. Three kids. Wow. Okay. And how old are you, Chuck? 41. All right. Last question. Take us back 21 years, my man. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? I wish I knew that I should have traveled more and uh, spent a lot of time meeting interesting people because I think that's where you get your inspiration from. <laughs> Top drive. There you have it from Chuck. He wishes he traveled more. He's going to do five. Well, he did 5.5 million 
via his burger, Boston Burger Company in 2015 over across three restaurants. Launched in 2009, did first year revenue of 700 grand in just 450 square feet of space. Brought on an investor to the tune of 750 grand for a second location. They split it a third, a third, a third in terms of paying back the investor. Gross, or sorry, net margin, super healthy at around 20%. Now expanding into a new line of business at burgerbox.com, going from nothing to about 400 orders per month in under three months and 16 grand per month in revenue. Chuck, thanks for taking us to the top. All right, Nathan, thank you. If you enjoyed Chuck, go back and listen to Nick yesterday. Nick's agency hit 6 million in 2016 revenue by helping over 60 clients with SEO. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.